0: Too awesome with Allison and Eric too. You're welcome, honey. I'm Allison, and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen, whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful. We hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. So I am in Pleasant Picture studio with the one, the only, the sexiest, the loveliest, Mr. Eric Robertson. Eric! Hey. And he's in the background because I am also in Pleasant Pictures' studio with can you play some like really big amp up music here? My dad, Craig Volker! Welcome,
1: everybody. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: if you haven't met my dad, like I pimp him out so hard on social media, uh, moves, hashtag moves with Craig, then you are missing out. But I'm pretty sure you're familiar with my dad because in episode, I think it's episode 20, but I might have made that up, I did an update on my dad. I shared his two podcasts. He has a podcast called Cancer with Craig and another podcast called Find Your Marketing Mojo. I just did an interview with him for his podcast, and now he is here with me on this podcast. and We
1: are podcasting fools. We, Faulkners, (laughs) and I've said this before, we
0: just love to talk. And you know Andrea, my sister who does Tebby Todd Bath Company, she's in town and you know she's mad right now because she's not on the podcast.
1: That's right. She's Grumpy Andrea, we call her.
0: Grumpy Andrea. Well, and if you guys can't tell, I'm just recovering from strep throat, which is why I sound extra sexy today. And Andrea and I did try to record a podcast one time, but you know what happened? What? We sound so similar that you can't tell who's talking. <laughs> yeah,
1: you literally right.
0: can't tell who's talking. You
1: look similar. You sound similar. Yeah. Maybe. You both are the same person. Maybe
0: we are. We might as well be. That would be easier. And so maybe we should record a podcast with her because you could be you could tell the difference in our voices right now. We are so, so, so excited to have my dad in Pleasant Picture Studio. We are gonna talk to him today. And you guys know we usually have some segments that we do, but we're gonna hop right in with my dad. And this is a new kind of series that I wanna start introducing more into the podcast. It's something that I actually used to do, I don't know if I did it on YouTube. I don't know if I even ever did it. It was something that I wanted to do. And it is called Teach Me Your Ways. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like to come up with little theme songs for everything (laughs) that I do. I don't know if you noticed that.
1: I did. (laughs) Maybe as my father, you've noticed it.
0: And so what I'm doing here is I'm finding people who I'm like oh my freaking gosh you are so good at this can you teach me your ways teach me how you're so good at this and they've mastered a certain skill in life and I do this from time to time as I just kind of corner people and I'm like wait why are you so good at this tell me how to do it right and that's what we're going to do with Craig today and I'm going to give you a little bit of background because he isn't just my dad
1: <laughs> <laughs> which I mean oh shucks oh shucks like do you need any
0: more qualifications (laughs) other than raising me yeah no no. (laughs) (laughs) so craig Faulkner has built and sold two businesses a publishing company and a marketing company both of which specialized in creating tools for financial planners he also has a real estate development group and is a consultant on the board of uh for other businesses right right and that's not just all guys because he's not just a boring businessman. You've seen his dance moves. Moves That's with Craig. Right. He surfs. He does woodworking. He's run like half a dozen marathons. He's run a half Iron Man. Not to mention, he's an awesome dad.
1: Well, thank you. Yes. You're an awesome daughter. Thank
0: you to five kids.
1: <laughs> there's not just
0: me. There's yeah. five of us. And I'd like to point out that we're all like.
1: That's right. And one very special dog, Frankie.
0: Oh, I, I'm sorry. I <laughs> forgot Frankie. He loves Frankie more than any oh, of no, the five children. Oh, no, that's not children. true. Not eh, well, partially I, I true. I wouldn't believed, Yeah. <laughs> and he also has nine grandkids. That's right. And you're the author of?
1: Uh, one and three quarters book. Uh, let's I, say yeah. it's basically two books. Two books, yeah.
0: Yeah. And in his years of being a super awesome dad, father, businessman, And one of the best men ever. He's no doubt, of course, found some roadblocks. Yeah. Like we like we all do. And so in this episode of Teach Me Always we're going to interview Craig Faulkner. <laughs> what I think that he is an absolute master at. And and I just really want to emphasize this. Yes, he has all these successes. Yes, he has this beautiful family, but he is the most generous, kind man you will ever meet. And honest in all his dealings and is is really just the best dad that I could ever hope for. Well,
1: that's sweet. I and appreciate it's, that. It's it's
0: really one of the things that I love the most about being having this online platform is that i get to share the people in my life who are good people and i get to share the men in my life who are good men and i think that that's something that in media that doesn't happen as much as it could and maybe there aren't as many examples i don't know but i love to share you and eric because i'm so lucky to have two really good men in my life and i know there are so many people who aren't as lucky. And I just want you to know one of the main things people say to me is I wish that my dad was your dad. Oh, that's sweet. And so do you feel okay, dad? Like, we're going to share you with everybody. Oh, that's
1: okay. I'm happy. Yeah. Happy to be shared. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so... <laughs> there's less of me now, though, because all my hair is gone.
0: But you, you're still so much it's, to love. It's
1: coming back. There's a little fuzz. Yes. There's, there's all... just a little fuzz on the head right now. And I'm sure, <laughs> I'm
0: sure we'll touch on what happened to his hair. It disappeared. Right. It no, disappeared. it's No, it, it's gone in one thing that I identified because there's so many things we could learn like dance moves right you know from Craig yeah,
1: pro- those are that's probably the most important. yeah
0: those are the most <laughs> the, the <laughs> highest money making potential uh, are the dance moves but is this trait of overcoming roadblocks and so first what I wanted to do is I wanted to have you share maybe two or three or however many you feel comfortable sharing roadblocks in either your life or business, um, whatever you want to touch on, and it can be in recent years, it can be in past years, roadblocks that have popped up, and then after we talk about that, so we'll talk about the roadblocks, and then you're going to share your top three tips for overcoming roadblocks, and that's what's going to be the takeaway for you guys listening, hey sexy friends, Um, these tips for overcoming roadblocks in your own life. So let's start by hearing about a few of the roadblocks in your life.
1: Okay, well first of all, thank you for that very kind introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a shout out to So Delicious?
0: Uh, well, I'm, they're not paying. They are not paying enough. But I love you. I love So Delicious.
1: Yeah. Well, it it is fun to be here, and it's uh, fun to talk uh, to your audience. I love your audience. I love the enthusiasm you have for your audience, and because
0: they're my friends.
1: Well, I know they're your friends, <laughs> and I know I know this because you and I talk a lot about it. I know you love them, and I know you're concerned about them, and I know you want to be uplifting. You know, as as uh, I think about some of the challenges that I've had in my life, this is going to be a funny one to start off yeah. with, but I can't spell, okay? Yeah. I mean, I have a real problem with spelling. I do. Uh, I, I, it started in elementary school, high school, mm-hmm. throughout college. I am one of the worst spellers in the world, thank goodness now for autocorrect and, and spell check.
0: But that you didn't have that check. to fall back on. I didn't on. have it. Now, yeah.
1: here's the reason I bring it up. Mm-hmm. We all have shortcomings mm-hmm. in our in our lives, in our personalities. There are things that you can try really hard to change, but the way my mind is wired, mm-hmm. I. Cannot spell. <laughs> okay, do y'all have that? I can't spell. Hey, wait, has he
0: made it clear yet? It, 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 <laughs> and, don't and, ask him to spell it. Don't ask him to spell it.
1: Okay, so think about this. Yeah. I think about my career path. Yeah. I was a communications major which me- meant I had to do a lot of writing yeah. in college. I had to write a lot of papers, a lot of a lot of uh, 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 speeches, a lot of just communication projects. Yeah. I have been in sales and marketing really my whole career. Yeah. The companies I have had one publishing company yes. that I've grown and sold to a publicly traded company. Mm-hmm. I've had a digital marketing company where we where we had a software platform but at the, at the foundation of that was we, we created content for the financial advisors to use with their clients. Mm-hmm. And, oh, did I mention... I can't spell. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, no, and it's it's so interesting that you bring this up as a roadblock because I know that I'm your daughter. I know you're not yeah. a great speller, and never in a hundred million years would I have ever thought to bring this up.
1: Okay, and and the, so I bring it up because I have been painfully aware mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, ever really ever. I mean, my whole school career. Yeah, and, and my whole business profession. Now here is, and and I'm have been self-conscious of it for yeah, years. Yeah. I'm not anymore. Yeah. When I'm up on a grease board, if I can't spell something, I just say, can't, I, I, I just either abbreviate it or yeah. I ask someone how to, uh, how to spell it. Yeah. I'm, 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 well, you know, when you're, when you're 64 and all your hair has fallen out and I had a nice head of hair, but I want yeah. everyone to know that. Right. He,
0: they've uh, seen it. It's, <laughs> they've seen it flopping around Instagram. And if you haven't go check it out.
1: But again, I, I wanna emphasize that our shortcomings we can turn into strengths. Yeah. And and this is one of the things that has been really gratifying to me and rewarding to me as a business person is I have been able to in business, I've been able to surround myself with some of the finest people and and team members that I could ever hope for over the last two to three decades. And you know I, mm. Alice, I've been self-employed my whole professional career. Mm. And so what I did was I reached out to other people to mm-hmm. help uh, to help shore up uh, the area th- this area that yeah. I was weak in.
2: Yeah.
1: And and I think that in life sometimes we have these weaknesses, we have these shortcomings. Yeah. And and we're so self-conscious that we won't we won't acknowledge it, number one, because yeah. we think, "Oh my gosh, you know, it's it's a flaw, it's a shortcoming." So we don't acknowledge it, mm-hmm. and if we don't acknowledge it, we could never really improve. Yeah, we we can't grow. We're we're putting our limitations on ourselves, and so I would say to, I mean, we all have those we all have those blind spots, those yeah. shortcomings. Don't let that slow you down in life. Yeah, I embrace it, acknowledge it. And then build that support system around you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, heaven forbid that that I hire someone and they come into my office and I'm on my grease board and they laugh at me because I because I can't spell. They're they fired. Would, they're, they're fired. <laughs> they're, fired yeah. they're fired. They would not be a good team member, Yeah, right? exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay, so, so, so that has been a roadblock. Yeah. Okay, the, the second roadblock that I mm-hmm. want to share, because I think this is really, really important in this yeah. day and age. We are sold such a bill of goods through the media and we have this tendency to look at the news and to look at social media and we read about all these overnight successes yeah. and we read about all the money that, you know, whether they're professional athletes or, or actors or actresses are the, you know, the the uh, people that, that have these technology companies yeah. and how they're making hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, for probably nearly everybody that's listening to this podcast, yes. including the myself, yes. okay, when I was your age, okay, <laughs> I did not have any money. Yeah. Okay. And, <laughs> and you can say, you can say money is a roadblock. Not having money is a yeah. roadblock. I say not having money is a blessing. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's a blessing because when you have money, Mm -hmm. You don't think as creatively as when you don't have money. The businesses that I started, Mm -hmm. um, whether it's my financial planning business, my first publishing company, my second publishing company, I did not go out and have other people fund those businesses. And you
0: didn't have a rich daddy giving you money. I didn't have a rich...
1: I have... My dad is awesome. He's the best. He's the best. But he was middle management at the phone company. He did not have money. And I want to tell you that not having money is a blessing. It creates a mindset where you have to be creative, where you've got to look for different options. I would encourage those of you who who have any kind of entrepreneurial spirit, don't sit around and think, oh, I can't do this because... I don't have money think I can do it and I will look for ways to accomplish my goals and and we don't have we don't have the time to really deal, drill Ooh, deep into but that we should have you I'd come back
0: because I love that so much yeah. or I will build an entire course and then make people pay me for it
1: because
0: <laughs> yes, by the way my my rich daddy didn't give me any money for my company and I'm so glad that yeah. you did and it, I didn't ask for it but not like, I'm and, so glad that you did and I'm so
1: proud of all you. of uh, all of you uh, kids and the son-in-laws I have, because you guys have done it on your own, mm-hmm. and you have you have you know it hasn't been easy. Um, but that's that's why your mom and I said and. I had to I have to fight with your mom yeah, <laughs> about yeah. it, but but that's why I've said we don't help by doling out money. Yeah, we help by being positive, by encouraging. Yeah, A- and and I would say to your audience, Allison, that surround yourself with people that will encourage you to move ahead, even though you may not have those financial resources. I love okay? that,
0: and I think surround yourself with people, not just in your life, but in online too. Right. And because that's a real thing is who you surround yourself with shapes your reality. And if you're surrounding yourself with those people, like you were talking about online, who all seem to have all of this money and all these resources and all this opportunity, whether that's true or not, if that's your perception and you're surrounding yourself with that, it's just detrimental to your mental health.
1: Yeah. Not to not to uh, get uh, too far off uh, yeah. uh, on a tangent here, yeah. but I mean, a classic example of, of someone that had way, too much money with Johnny Depp you know lifetime mm. earnings of 650 million dollars yeah. and now he's suing his financial advisor in and, yeah. and, and be, because he doesn't have any money having money is not a measure of a, of a, a woman's or a man's success okay yeah. it is a yardstick right yeah. they say in sales money is a motivator but it's not a satisfier. you can mm. motivate you can motivate salespeople by paying them commission but it's not satisfying yeah and it it doesn't bring you that personal satisfaction in life life. yeah so so i love that so um, roadblock
0: number one you can't spell can't spell roadblock number two
1: is i didn't i didn't have didn't have any money i I mean i i i I left i left college i drove home from college from utah down to uh down to san diego and a ford pinto yeah. With all my belongings.
0: Okay. But you had a Ford Pinto. <laughs> but I had a
1: Ford Pinto. Awesome. Thank goodness no one rear-ended me because yeah. remember how those things used to blow up? Yeah. Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> okay, roadblock number 3.
1: Okay. Roadblock number 3 is is a self-doubt, okay? Mm-hmm. And these all kind of tie in together. When you have self-doubt, you just become disabled, incapacitated to move ahead. I can remember my first job out of college. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a glamorous job. It wasn't a sexy job. But remember, I graduated from college. I had this Ford Pinto that I drove down. And my first job out of college was... A freight salesman. Oh that's okay. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a freight salesman. Nothing nothing exciting, nothing nothing sexy or glamorous about yeah. it. Okay. And this was back in nineteen, what, nineteen eighty-seven. So what is that uh, what is
0: a freight okay. salesman? Okay. So what I
1: did was I went and knocked on the I went and knocked on the door of these warehouses to try to get manufacturers down in Los Angeles to ship their freight from Los Angeles uh, to Las Vegas, Los Angeles to Phoenix, Los Angeles to Salt Lake City. Yeah. Okay. I tried them to I tried to get them I, to use
0: I, I'm going to be honest I almost spaced out while you just were explaining that yeah. that's how glamorous though
1: <laughs> okay so so but I'm going to tell you as boring and uh, crazy as that job sounds, when I first had that job, yeah. I questioned whether or not I was going to be able to do it.
0: Of course, of course, <laughs> of course. Okay. That is so crazy. So self-doubt.
1: Self-doubt. And, yeah. and what happened was I kept my head down. Mm-hmm. I knocked on a lot of warehouse doors Yeah, and I became one of the star freight salesmen. Of course you okay. did. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. Uh, but I did have self-doubt when I first took that job and you know false confidence is, mm-hmm. is not a good thing and being cocky and overconfident yeah is not a good quality in, in life but this this self-doubt can be a cancer and you have got to really stop that self-doubt yeah and the way for me to overcome self-doubt mm-hmm. is action is yeah. moving ahead I love that. with action. Yeah Action is what your self-doubt grows as you sit and as you're stacked. Oh my gosh, this okay? is
0: so true. Okay. Truth bomb.
1: As you move ahead, as yeah. you get out the door, as you meet and greet people, whatever the your roles or responsibilities are, as you act, the self-doubt starts to dissipate.
0: It does. It's so... True. Okay. So I just want to frame this for you guys. Before we got started, I asked my dad to share three roadblocks in his life or in business. And he said, you want them in life and business? I'm like, whatever you want, right? And stop me if you don't want me to point this out. My my dad currently has stage four cancer. And I also want to point out what my mind went to is you lost your mom from cancer when you were 16. Mm -hmm. You didn't bring up either of those.
1: No, no.
0: That is mind blowing <laughs> to me, right? And I think that speaks to a lot of different things. I think that speaks to you don't see yourself as a victim of circumstances, right? Right. And I also think it speaks to what you talked about. The actual roadblocks you talked about weren't these tangible, huge, kind of life shattering, in some ways perceived, life shattering mm-hmm. roadblocks. They were things that we all struggle with, right? right? Which is not thinking you're smart or capable enough, not being able to spell, Mm -hmm. not having any money. That's universal. Right. Either not having any money or not having enough money, or or maybe it's not money, it's talent. It's fill in the blank, not having Mm -hmm. enough. And then number three for you was self-doubt. Right. Those were your three roadblocks that you thought of, and I just... That just really blows my mind that those were the three that that came to you. But I also think, again, that that speaks to one thing that I think is within you is you don't have that victim mentality. And we talked a lot about big picture thinking versus small picture thinking Mm -hmm. in our last episode. And I think that that you have really big picture thinking, and you've been blessed with that, because those are all big picture thinking problems. To have right?
1: right. And the thing that's interesting to me as we talk and as I look back at my life mm-hmm. and think about the businesses that I've started and, you know, whether it be the publishing businesses and the real estate development business and a few other things that I've done, mm-hmm. I think of myself as someone that's got probably you know above average intelligence but i'm not a genius okay yeah, from yeah. but i think that i'm kind of like the average guy you know on the street that is pretty tenacious and pretty relentless yeah. when it comes to doing stuff that i want to accomplish yeah I really think too often people, and, and especially now because we're, you know, all this comparing and contrasting, mm-hmm. you know, through, you know, it's it's a blessing and the curse of social media, right? Mm-hmm. Is we think, oh, well, this person's doing this, this person's doing that. I, I could never do this. I could never do that. Yeah. Stop comparing. S- stop comparing yourself. Have that confidence and you will accomplish. You will accomplish great things and it doesn't matter whether or not you're an entrepreneur. People look at you, Allison, and think, you know, they look at you and see how successful you are and you you've been really successful at at growing this following and growing your business. That probably shouldn't be the path for a lot of your listeners. It doesn't matter whether you're an entrepreneur or successful at at a, at working at a company. Yeah. What matters is that you is that you love what you're doing and and you embrace it and and you do a good job. About it.
0: I love that. Thank you. So you shared your roadblocks, and I think you did a really good job of sharing your tips for overcoming roadblocks as you shared about those roadblocks. But maybe let's recap your top three tips for overcoming roadblocks so people can make a list on their phone or think, think about what the roadblocks are in your life and listening to... My dad and his amazing... You guys, it's really hard not to cry. (laughs) Uh, I just want you to know. Okay, listening to my dad and his amazing experiences and his amazing insight, taking his insight and applying it to your life, those top three tips. And I think tip number one was...
1: Okay, so tip number one... mm is when you have a weakness, and Mm -hmm. we all have a weakness, have confidence to reach out to others to help you to to shore up your weak areas. Do not be shy or bashful to ask other people to help you. And that's that's in your personal life. That's at work. That's in your social life. Yes. Go ahead and include other people.
0: I love that. That looks like Hiring the consultant, hiring a coach, getting a personal trainer, getting a cleaning lady, getting the therapist, right? Like right, it, right. it can look like a million different things. It can even be asking your friends for help, right? Yeah. Getting a friggin' babysitter. Get a freaking babysitter.
2: People, <laughs>
0: these people need to hear it. Get a freaking babysitter. Okay. Ask for help. Right. Don't be ashamed of that weakness. Ask for help. I that's love right. that. Okay. So that's tip number one. Tip number two.
1: Tip number two is you know, we, we I want to tie into not having money. Yeah, you have to have faith in yourself that you can accomplish. Okay, yes. faith in yourself and in your ability, and that is so true in business. You, when you start a business. Or you start a new job, you have to have the faith and confidence that you can perform. Yeah. And don't let those those dark, nasty voices in the back of your mind yeah. uh slow you down.
0: Can I tell you the thing that has been so um like mind blowing for me in business and as I scale up and work with people at higher levels? The thing that blows my mind so much is so often we ask ourselves, like, what qualifies this person or what made this person be able to do this or that? And And I find time and time and time again, the qualification is because they decided to do it. That's right. And and like nothing else. Like it's not because, oh, they had 30 years of schooling or they had a PhD in this or this or this and this. It's like, well, they decided to do it and then they found education in the doing right absolutely absolutely
1: <laughs> there is there is no question about that and i yeah. find that particularly interesting as i look at you and your contemporaries mm-hmm. who are having these just these really cool epiphanies about business about branding mm-hmm. about marketing and i'm thinking okay didn't Didn't I talk about that 30 years ago? Yeah. But what is so fun to me for what is so fun is seeing the excitement and and seeing how you are able to wrap your head around a a principle that, that I thought. I taught you. Yeah,
0: you probably did, (laughs) but I wouldn't accept it until— But you articulate it
1: in a different way or in a much better way than I've ever been able to. Well, Uh, but again,
0: it's more of like it applies to right here, right now. That's right. Right, right? Right. I love that. Okay. <laughs> so, tip number two is you just have to have faith in yourself. Right, right. And I love that. How do you get that faith in yourself? By having faith in yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it does start, you know, many times with just small steps. Yeah. But as you have those even small successes in your personal relationships in your job in your you know projects that you're handling that faith grows
0: i love that which which i think ties into step number 3
1: so so step number 3 is action yeah and and i I've, I've got to tell you that action is where you know the rubber hits the road. I know. Mm-hmm. You know, corny, uh, corny analogy. I love
0: corny analogies. But
1: uh, but it is. <laughs> it's where the plants grow. It's where the flowers blossom. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's I love where it. the sh- sun breaks through the clouds. Yes. Action will change your world yes. and action every day. You know, one of the things in, in terms of action that I have, you know, and, and this is a kind of a, a little bonus tip. Yes. Um, ooh, ooh, uh, ooh gem, bo- gems, gem. Bo- bonus tip.
0: <laughs> Thought McNugget.
1: You know, there are a lot of, there, there's a lot of heavy lifting we have to do, mm-hmm. you know, in life. And there's some heavy lifting that I've got to do, you know, going through my therapy for for cancer. But one of the things that I promised myself is... Every day, I'm going to do at least one thing that I really enjoy doing. I love that. Okay? It may be going out for a hike. It may be going and looking at some tile for the ranch. It's whatever is fun and motivating to you. I just you. want you
0: guys to know that when my dad was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer, he went out and got land and is building a what? How about
1: a ranch it, just it, it, a ranch <laughs> just it sounded
0: like a good idea <laughs>
1: yeah, so don't ask me why
0: <laughs> so when he says picking out tile for the ranch that's what he's referring to
1: but you have to reward yourself yeah. when when we talk about action you know you know some of you that are listening may think oh you know i got that does that mean more work more yeah. heavy lifting yeah it does in part but reward yourself every single day it could be something as simple as you know you're you're gonna take uh, you're gonna take a half an hour and and go get go get a uh, you know a yogurt yeah. uh, or it may be something bigger mm-hmm. um uh, whether you love to whether you love to shop I mean whatever it so is. when
0: you so let's apply this to going through like a real struggle and is this applicable You recently had a stem cell transplant, right? And you're in the hospital, and I went and visited you. And it's not fun.
1: It wasn't fun.
0: What type, how did you use any of these tools to help you in that daily situation?
1: Well, I'll tell you, I I mean, that's a good question. And that was really hard because, you know, I was was pretty sick. I will say, for example, I identified something that I really liked to eat. And oddly enough, it was the crummy mashed potatoes they had in the hospital. And so I asked mom if she couldn't make me some uh, mashed potatoes from home yeah. and bring them. And that was something that I really, really looked forward to. I was there when she did to. that. Yeah. Okay.
0: That's awesome. And, and, I love and, that.
1: And so... Um,
0: so what I'm saying is if he can figure out how to do it while he's recovering from a stem cell transplant, I don't want to hear your excuses. <laughs> that was the point of me bringing that up.
1: <laughs> well, it, it is sometimes it gets a little tricky, yeah. um, but you really have to reward yourself every day. I love every that. Every single day. All
0: right. So we're going to wrap this up in a minute, but I wanted to ask you just quickly as a successful human you are surrounded by other successful humans. And have you noticed one or two traits of successful people?
1: Yeah, I knew you were going to ask me this question. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that came to my mind when we kind of discussed this before the podcast was, opportunities are a direct growth out of what you are currently doing, okay?
0: Oh, that's so true.
1: Opportunities come to you as you are anxiously engaged Yes. And what you're doing right now. Yeah. And so many times I will hear someone say to me, "I'm just looking for an opportunity. I'm just looking for an opportunity." Yeah. And I think to myself. Invest in what you're doing now, and the opportunity will come. The opportunity grows yes. out of what you are doing now. Yeah. And if you don't believe that, then stop what you're doing now. Go get another job.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, turn your life upside t- down. T- turn your life no, upside down. No, because and
0: I've talked about this before. It's not the what you're doing; it's the how you're doing. That's it.
1: right. There's,
0: and you said anxiously engaged, invested in, and when you are engaged and invested in whatever you're doing, opportunities arise.
1: That's right. Yeah. And uh, I can go through, and we don't have time to nope. go through the uh, the sequence of events that uh, really enabled me to grow the publishing company, grow the uh, technology company. Yeah. But it was because I was engaged, and when there have been stretches of time in my life when I wasn't engaged, when I I sold my first company, and I took four or five years off. I went crazy yeah. because all I was doing was working out, right? Yeah. And I re—I had to re-engage, and mm. once I re-engaged, yeah. great things happened. Okay,
2: that's amazing. Um,
1: so that is a, a common trait. The other thing that you know I want to mention, and and I really, really uh, appreciated this life lesson from this last company that I did that I started back in in, uh, February of 2011. And that was the, the, the most successful people I see and really am affiliated with have the ability to build other people up and to build teams.
2: I love that. And
1: and I don't I, I do not like the I don't like the term employee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I really viewed uh, and view everybody at Faulkner Media Group, FMG Suite, as team members. And I that wasn't always the case. That wasn't the case with my first company. You know, I thought yeah. people work for me. People work for me. The most successful people, and I'm talking about people, not just financial success, but that people are that are really fulfilled in life and feel like they have they've got greater Accomplishments, forget forget the money side of the equation. Mm -hmm. Are people that can help build other people up, and they are very accepting of the person. And I don't care if it's I don't care if it's the person that is that's making the making the uh, uh, photocopies, or the person that is uh, you know doing you know doing something. Or even if like
0: right now, you're just not just, but you think I'm just at home with my kids, right? Right. Like you think I'm not contributing, I'm not you know, like I can't build other people like I'm not doing this or that, but it's like you still have the ability to build up every single person you come in well, interaction yeah, with.
1: Yeah, think, yeah. Think think about think about the person that is quote just at home with the kids. Your outreach can be whether it's your church or your you know your social setting, your outreach is is in the community mm-hmm. and you have the ability with your friends and and with your associates in that community to make those people part of your daily, weekly, or monthly team. I love that. To me, it's been the most rewarding thing that I've done over the last half dozen years is to really be affiliated with a great, great group of people that I really enjoyed going to work with. And I, and I say that, I say enjoyed because I've been kind of on the sideline because of my stem cell trans mm-hmm. stem cell transplant, and I've been quarantined and I better not get what you have. Yeah, so don't worry, guys. I've been on antibiotics, and I am sitting far away from my dad right now, so
0: I do not get any germs on him. Okay, those are so awesome. I love hearing the traits of success that successful people recognize in other successful people because I feel like every single thing you talked about today deserves its own podcast episode. So we just want to say... Thank you, thank you, thank you, Craig. Thank you so much for being here, and teach me your ways.
1: Well, and I'll never forget, (laughs) it's the
0: Allison. Oh, my gosh. The
1: Allison. The Allison Show. (laughs) you may want to cut that no I love it keep it
0: so we are so happy that we had Craig here and as you can tell he has so much wisdom and so much love and nuggets to impart on you guys and you can find more of him at craigjfalkner.com there's links to his podcast as always different things we talked about will be in my show notes on theallisonshow.com that's Allison with one L and thank you guys so much for listening we appreciate it so much and as always we know that sharing is caring and to thank you guys for sharing about the podcast and just want to encourage you guys to keep sharing because it really helps us spread word about the podcast and we appreciate that so much so I just want to remind you guys this because then I'll be done I swear only you can be you and you're already as awesome as you need to be all right Eric are you going to take us out on a song
1: You bet this is called Neptune by my band New Shack.